Welcome to Let's Talk Brock. All right, welcome to this episode of the Let's Talk Brock podcast. Today, I am delighted to be joined by Maddie Wasink. She is a Brock graduate. She is a current Brock staff member, and she also owns her own local business in the Niagara region called Not Really Art. That's not with a K. We will explain why in just a little bit. Maddie, you have worn and are continuing to wear many, many hats throughout the Brock community and the Niagara community. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk Brock with you. Awesome. That's great. So we'll jump right into it. Let's start right at the beginning. So you came through Brock, you went through the Child and Youth Studies program. So let's start with why Brock and why Child and Youth Studies for you? Yeah, so I'm born and raised um, from Niagara. So um, it's always been a school that was on my radar and was on my radar all going through elementary school and high school. And I just recognize the value of staying in Niagara because I do see myself being here uh, long term. So uh, just being able to build and grow those connections within Niagara, it's just um, an awesome opportunity that obviously Brock is unique uh, being the only university in Niagara. Um, so that's kind of where it led me, what led me to Brock in particular. And then the Child and Youth Studies program at that time, my uh, volunteer and work experience both kind of led me to Brock in that sense because I was looking to go into um, child new studies for therapy um, specifically and lead into that kind of career path. Obviously, we'll get into um, how that's changed a little bit since going through my different experiences at Brock um, and my different work experiences. But um, Brock was just a no-brainer for me. I actually, whenever people ask me that too, I always like to say Brock was actually the only place I applied to just because um, that was the place I knew I wanted to go and I was just uh, ready to be a Badger. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I honestly have a similar experience. Like I like to say like Brock chose me, right? It's kind of like I went to campus and it just, I just kind of knew it just clicked right away. So totally. yeah, that's a great, that's a great feeling for sure. So you mentioned yeah. experience, right? And experience is huge at Brock. So um, throughout your undergraduate degree, did you want to speak a little bit about some of the experiences that you might have had um, both academically and then non-academically through the Brock University Students Union? Yeah, absolutely. So um, if we want to go into BUSU first or the Brock University sure. Students Union. So um, I had a few jobs there um, starting on the street team, it's called. So it's kind of a marketing team that works in the hallways, just promoting events and different things going on on campus through BUSU. Um, and then I was promoted to the social media coordinator, which um, we'll get into again, like a little bit later. That's now a role that I have on a higher level at Brock um, as a whole. Um, so that was my second student job within BUSU. And then the following year, I ran for Vice President Student Services. So that's an elected position within student government at Brock. Um, a really exciting opportunity. And I was fortunate enough to be elected by my peers into that role where I served as VPSS for that following year in 2017 and 2018. So um, an incredible opportunity, absolutely. There were so many um, just ways that I was able to build um, my connections and network with different people, learn a lot through events and marketing and social media specifically through that role. And um, honestly, just an invaluable experience. I would definitely recommend whether through BUSU or Brock in general, I'm sure you can speak to that too, working for uh, Brock as a student. It's an absolutely amazing opportunity to, uh, to just work as a student on campus. 
Yeah, absolutely. And there's like there's something for everyone, right? Like if you if you have a retail background, you can work, you know, in the campus store, you can work at any of the food locations on campus. You can do, you know, some of the social media stuff like you were talking about. And then speaking of social media, that's sort of where you've uh, been led to full time at Brock now. So social media coordinator, it's this very cool, very buzzy, very new job that sort of surfaced in the last few years. But tell us a little bit about um, what goes into that job on sort of a day to day basis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're exactly right. It is a brand new job because one of those things that I like to point out is that when I was picking which program I was going to go into, social media marketing was like really beginning to get uh, become a real thing, I would say. So it wasn't even on my radar as really a role when I was applying. And then um, I kind of landed myself in this position just through my different experiences at Brock. And um, yeah, so now I'm doing social media for different departments. Uh, really exciting role because not any day is the same, really. There's a lot of different cre uh, creative aspects that go into it. Um, so overseeing the different accounts like the Brock Badgers, Campus Store, Recreation and Residence, to name a couple. Um, and part of a really great team on that, too. Um, working for Brock in that sense is um, something that I find completely unique. In different roles that I've had in different places, I find that Brock is really the place that um, not only do I feel comfortable working in just because it's such an exciting um, opportunity to be part of this community, but um, I think it's just something to be said about having new students coming in every year, being able to work with them, having different student volunteers um, that are part of the team and everything like that. So um, definitely a, a unique and awesome opportunity to work for Brock. Yeah, for sure. And and like you mentioned, you're sort of bouncing around all across campus and tackling the social media uh, for all sorts of different areas. So that's cool. You get like an exposure of a whole bunch of different departments, which I'm sure is is really cool. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so we touched on it a little bit earlier. You went through child and youth studies and now you're in a field that, you know, it's not child and youth studies. It's something completely different. So um, nonetheless, I'm sure you picked up a lot of sort of transferable skills, whether that's through uh, your classes or through your experiences. So how did your time at Brock help you into the um, career that you're in now? Yeah, so um, that's it's a loaded question because there's so many um, different areas, yeah, right? Like working on campus and learning on campus, there's so many different things that kind of led me on this path that uh, went from a child and youth studies degree, which I still value so much, I think. Um, when people hear that I work in marketing now and uh, work in my own small business and things like that, um, they always are like, well, how did you end up from child and youth studies to that? And I always just say that like a lot of these skills that we learn at Brock in our degree are so transferable across different um, like facets of different careers. Um, I always say like how um, in child and youth studies, I learned a lot about um, there's obviously those technical pieces that you learn about that apply directly to careers that would lead you into child and youth studies. But there's also those transferable skills that um, just learning about um, society in general and learning about um, different writing skills. And it's hard to kind of explain in that situation because it's just, it is hard to directly apply child and youth studies uh, without going into an hour long little uh, thing of breaking down each piece, but just um, the intersectionalities of, um, just life in general and our development and how um, marketing is such like marketing has that tie into psychology as well, which is something that I learned in child and youth studies. And ultimately as well, child and youth studies also led me to those different roles on campus and my student jobs, which have led me here. 
Um, so I don't think I would have necessarily had those same opportunities if I would have went into something else or if I would have known about this role prior to just because I think everyone has their unique path. And I think that it's important to keep an open mind as you go through your degree about the changes that could happen and um, just different things that you can learn about along the way being at Brock. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, like you mentioned, every program, just the skills are just so transferable. You can really apply them to Absolutely. any field. Um, yes. Now, you briefly touched on your very exciting new small business uh, that you have running. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. If you could explain um, sort of how that's going, how that came about and uh, what you do with Not Really Art. Yes. So as you mentioned before, it's not really art with a K and that's touching on a couple things in my business. So um, it started out with just string art. It's going into a few other things right now. It's basically just a little DIY hub that um, I'm selling across North America, different things. And I'll get on into like specifics of that. Um, but first, um, the name part, um, not with a K is based on the wood that I use to create my pieces, but it's also to do with the string that starts and ends. Um, each piece because I have to tie if if anyone knows Very what string common. art is still um yeah, thank you and then um the other aspect of that is when people would tell me oh like you should sell your art oh like that's beautiful art and things like that my friends obviously telling dad I'm like that's not really art so I just it was something that just kind of naturally came because I'm just like I would never before think I would label myself as an artist per se but um I guess art shows itself in many different forms so eventually that name just kind of stuck and I just committed to it really quick claimed it as my uh, social media handle and here we are today um and sorry uh could you go back to the question if you want to touch on the other questions that you asked about uh, my business yeah, sure thing. It was mostly just sort of, I mean, you talked about how it came about. It was sort of just like a, a hobby for you. And then your friends sort of started encouraging you to, to take that to a business idea, which is great. Now, um, how long is, have you been been operating that? And, and, and what would you say is your proudest accomplishment so far with it? Okay, um, so I started Not Really Art officially in winter 2019. So it was just before the holiday season. Um, but I actually started it, I guess, technically, because the first piece that's kind of hanging up behind me here, um, I created that, I believe, two, two years before that or the summer before that. Um, I forget years sometimes when things happen, but it was between when I was working at Busu and when I got hired full time at Brock. Um, just kind of was looking into what my next steps were. I had some free time, started doing some little DIY crafty things, tried out Stringer, and then uh, the rest is history. Um, and then on that question of my biggest accomplishment so far, um, that actually happened probably this year. It's it's a tough one because there's a lot of small victories within small businesses. But if we're going for my business uh, biggest accomplishment in business um, on a grander scale, I would say it's a partnership with my favorite craft store, Michaels. Um, so I got uh, I got a partnership with them this year. Super exciting. They reached out to me. I cannot lie. I thought that it was a fake thing at first. You know how you get those emails and you think it's a yeah. scam. And then um, I read it and I checked like kind of the sources because it was coming through an agent from Michaels and things like that. And they paid me to create some DIY content, which was extremely exciting for me since I buy all my supplies from Michaels and um, yeah, that, it was a really big moment. I can't lie. I cried of happiness. So it was, I'm sure. it was a very cool moment. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That is awesome. Congratulations. I mean, yeah. who doesn't love Michael's? Like, <laughs> You're out there crafting away. Browsing around. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's great. Love that place. Awesome. 
Um, just one uh, one last question here, or a couple more actually. Um, so you you've taken your business to really great heights in the last you know couple of years. So if you had one tip that you could offer um, somebody that was looking to launch a small business like that, what would the tip be? That is always another tough question, but I love these kind of questions because I encourage anyone that has even like a smidgen of like a, a desire to start a small business uh, because you have a passion, 100% just jump into it, uh, but specifically choose a business uh, that is around something that you're passionate about. Um, I can't say how uh, how many hours I put into the week because I just really don't keep track at this point, but I definitely at least double my work time every week. But because I enjoy the process of Stringer and just creating these DIY kits um, and crafting in general and creating this content for um, my fellow crafters in the world, um, it's just something that I enjoy as a pastime at this point. It doesn't really feel like work. And I know that's always something people say that if it's, uh, if it's something you enjoy, you don't work a day in your life. And I really think that applies, especially to a small business, because when you're putting your heart and soul into something and you believe in it and you're creating all these different ideas and executing those and seeing other people like it, uh, there's honestly no greater feeling. It's just really fulfilling, extremely fulfilling. Yeah, I'm sure. I think that's great advice is just, you know, follow your passion, right? And who cares yeah. what anyone says, basically. Uh, Absolutely. So awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And now one last question before I let you go. I like to ask this to all our guests. So what is your favorite spot on Brock University's campus? And why is that your favorite spot? So that could be because you might have a personal connection to it. It might just have some really nice, you know, vibes to it. Uh, so what's your favorite spot on campus? Am I allowed to name two? One indoor, oh, one outdoor? Amazing. Oh. Okay. So my indoor location, my favorite hangout spot is General Brock, which is the convenience store on campus run by Busu. Um, it has a personal uh, meaning for me just because that was always the place that my friends and I would meet up as a student. Uh, we would text each other, hey, like meet here. We'd go and grab a coffee. And it was always just a great hangout spot. Good music all the time. Um, and then outdoor, which is my current favorite still, is Jubilee Court. Um, I love to bring my laptop out there when we're on campus working and enjoy some nice spring, summer, and fall weather. Honestly, you'll see me out there until the snow falls because it is just so beautiful, especially in the fall with all those beautiful changing uh, leaf colors. Absolutely. No, that's a, those are both great spots. I've definitely uh, taken advantage. And there's all kinds of study yes. spaces around campus like that, right? Totally. Tons of multi-purpose yes. spaces. Maddie, yeah. that's great. Thank you for sharing all of that. Before you go, do you want to plug your uh, not really arts social media pages so people can check it out? 100%. I appreciate you asking that social media and art. So my uh, usernames for Instagram and TikTok, that is a, a new thing that I'm on now, um, is at not really art. And that's with a K. So K, not really art. Awesome. That's great. Everybody be sure to go check that out. Maddie, thank you very much for joining us and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, Liam. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, you can contact us by email at futurestudent at brocku.ca.